0: Hey everyone, this is Austin Scher here with We Write About Music. And today I'm speaking with Whitney Ty and Michael Cirovolo. They have both just finished work on a collaboration album and documentary called Unveiled. It's surrounding the record Behind the Veil by Beauty and Chaos. Whitney and Michael, I want to thank you so much for coming on today. How
1: are you both doing?
2: Good here. I'm doing great. I'm nice. <laughs> doing awesome. <laughs>
1: Yeah, me too, and I, we appreciate it. Yeah.
2: yeah,
0: so I'm super happy to talk to you guys. We have a lot to talk about, um, clearly, so I just want to jump right into it. I want to hear all about this album and documentary, obviously, but let's start with the doc. Um, let's just, let's get it out in the open. I want to hear what it's all about from your guys' perspective. What is Unveiled about?
1: You know, I think it, it, it it's a sort of a, a visual uh, and, you know, look from you know to me i wanted to the ladies that are all featured on this record for them to have a uh a chance to to really talk about what their what the songs were about you know always from the beginning with beauty and chaos lyrics to me have been really important i've been blessed to have some absolutely amazing lyricists involved in this in this record i think if you just read the lyrics of the six songs they're they're gorgeous and and the cool thing is that most of them are very open-ended that the listener can kind of interject themselves into what they feel the song is about and i always feel those are the best songs that aren't so obvious and uh so this to me was just a, a a look in inside that to let them sort of uh voice you know what what the music that we gave them michael Roson and i gave them what it inspired them to To sing about.
2: Nice. Yeah, I I agree with Michael. I think it was it was a really good idea to like kind of shine a light on the process of being an artist because a lot of that happens in the dark, and not many people get to see how things are built. And so I I like that about the doc. I like that it kind of showcases a little bit of a peek behind the veil uh, pun intended so You're that right. <laughs> <laughs> you know everybody can realize that like even though we were like countries apart and in different places like there's a continuity in the music in the relationships and in, in the bonds that were formed in creating this body of work i love that now how
0: long did this actually take to complete from start to finish you
1: know kind of as we were finishing the album uh Ryan from Jamrazine, you know, offered the idea of doing a a, doc, a, a second documentary because he actually put together one on the first, you know, that was sort of after the fact and was scrambling for pieces. So during the the making of this record, I kind of put it out to the uh, you know the six feet ladies uh, that were going to be doing this, so they were able to get some footage and stuff. So it was a little more planned out. Uh, you know, and the Gab team did a great job uh kind of pulling it together into a, you know, a 50-minute format. Uh, you know, I think we had hours and hours of footage. Uh But, you know, being a, a, a sort of an unknown band, no one's going to, you know, it's hard enough to get someone to listen to a six-minute song, much less going, is a three, <laughs> right. hour mini-movie. Exactly. I, I think... They pulled it together and got like really down to the the really important parts and you know to me when you know i've had a couple of you know snide comments uh you know as i had announced that this record was going to be all female for because all six ladies are you know beautiful so you get in today's world it's like am I capitalizing on just having you know pretty girls sing and I think when you see that these ladies you know they're all beautiful but they're intelligent they're talented and they're deep and uh, I think the documentary that was really important for me to have that shown you know
2: yeah I mean it's definitely woman woman empowerment and I think that I think it's, not. I mean, Michael is so supportive of female artist. like even you see in the documentary of how like with Tish, like in the early days when girls were doing rock and having that kind of support uh, or some sort of voice on our behalf, I think is a big part of this documentary that we need to showcase like the amazing women who are doing amazing things in today's music industry, who are still in a male dominated industry, trying to get past this patriarchal view that music is man or music is male. And I think that that's, you see all the, the rock star females that are just out there killing it, you know? And I think I, I, that's another thing I love about this doc is like women don't really get a lot of FaceTime when it comes to the highlights of what we're doing and how we're able to stand on the same platform as men. And I just, Michael's so supportive and he's so lovely. Like every, every like, person he collaborates with he treats with the utmost respect and and regard for whatever they're bringing to the table and I think that that's beautiful we don't have enough of that in the industry which is why Beauty and Chaos is like one of my favorite bands and I'm not saying that to be partial because I worked with them but just <laughs> because course. no I, it's just there's an uh, inclusivity you know I
0: fully understand and I'm and I'm happy that
2: you say that because
0: it could definitely come across that way but I don't think it does. I think, you know, you being on here and kind of backing it up is the best thing possible to really get the name mm-hmm. out there. Um, yeah. Now, something I want to know is like, is, is there something that you'd recommend that they check out first? Would you rather they watch the documentary first or listen to the album first? Does it matter? I, I think
1: it, to me, it would be after the album. You know? Okay. I think, I think the insight should come after hearing it. You know, that's just my, it, it. I, I, it's easy for me, you know, in, in this to step back, you know, being the curator of this project or band or, or, you know, whatever it gets labeled, because I'm a fan of each person involved in it. So I'm, I think I've said this before, but, you know, I've, I've made records with Human Drama and Gene List Jezebel and stuff like that. And I always listen to it, differently. I would always focus like, oh, I wish, you know, the guitar would have been more this, or I wish I would have panned that, you know, all that technical stuff. And I never seem to listen to the stuff I've been involved with, like I would just putting a Cure record on or a Mission album or something. In this rec, I, 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 I kind of take myself out of it, and just listen to it from a listener or a fan's point because i i am a fan of each of the you know not only the ladies on this record every artist that have you know been blessed to have as as part of it and i take nobody's input and time you know for granted uh i think a lot of music is taken for granted today's you know and today like it's people you know because of all the technology and things like that i think uh it the value of the art form of creating music is has been certainly diminished. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that's uh, that's a sad state, and I think this shows. Uh, you know, as much as I rant against technology and screen and mm-hmm. streaming and things like that, you know, this record, you know, or anything we've done in Beauty and Chaos wouldn't really be possible as you know, Elena did her vocals in italy and Cynthia did her vocals in brazil so there is that technology aspect of doing it uh you know that that is helpful and it, it, you know actually makes it totally possible
0: oh, of course of course um now you have you've, you've put some pretty good points out there something i want to know is like is there something specifically you want the viewer to take away from watching this documentary? Obviously it's about female empowerment, but I feel that it does cover other themes as well.
1: I, I, I guess just coming away, seeing that there is still heart and soul in in making music that, uh, you know, lyrics are important. There, you know, there are songs that are deeper than, I just want to dance, I just want to party or whatever. and. <sighs> You know, I mean there's there's a, a place for that, but that's certainly not where this comes from. And uh I I think just you know, I'd I'd love if everyone looked, you know, after hearing this record, dove into each one of these ladies' catalogs and their body of work outside of Beauty and Chaos. To me, this is just sort of a sampler of what they each do. And uh, you know, that that's what to me, is is a joy in this that it's uh, a process that people have written to me, and I've never heard Whitney before. I, I, you know, I listened to, you know, got her last album. It's an amazing, and uh, you know, never heard of of Kirlian Camera, and they got that. And it's also it's two ways that you know their fan bases, you know, have been nothing but you know supportive and amazing towards it, into listening to what Beauty and Chaos has done
2: yeah there's definitely um an aspect of I mean, this is exactly what I'm talking about about how Michael is so <clears throat> gracious that like even so much instead Black of saying, light. oh beauty and chaos, he's like, you know, but what about these people's work And I think that there's that's the that's the whole vibe that kind of comes through. I think the whole documentary, like even the way that it was designed and edited, there's just this graciousness that Michael and Roseanne exhibit for the ability to work with people who share the same sort of uh, platform of ideas and concepts. And another thing that I think people will take away from the documentary is, is just how um, how intentional uh, each artist is and, and how much their process has contributed to the final product of this album. And I feel like every time you you, you click next on a song, you're diving into a whole other story another experience and, and and this is obviously it's a cohesive record but Extremely. it's amazing you know what I mean and but yeah like each song is so different conceptually but everything fits together like a storybook and I just love that the editor um brought the all the stories together to feel like one thing and it, it also shows off how how to make how to make a record with I, this is good for even new artists who are getting into it like are you trying to make a compilative album are you trying to do a are you new to collaboration and you don't know about the process this is very educational to anyone getting into music and it's also a fresh reminder for those who've been doing it for a long time and are jaded or whatever the hell their situation is and they need a, like a refresher piece to say hey you know music is supposed to be fun it's supposed to be in involving and if you're not having fun you shouldn't be doing this You know what
0: I mean? oh so, i fully <laughs> agree no, there's so many amazing points yes. there. One thing I really want to focus in though is the actual music on the album. The documentary yes. is amazing, and I recommend everyone check it out, obviously. But I was blown away by this record. Seriously, from start to finish, it's this like atmospheric, immersive experience that every song takes you on a joyride. It's it's mm-hmm. wild. Um, and I'd love to hear from both of you if you have different, you know, varying opinions. What would you call this in terms of? like genre I don't, it's because it's so tough to put a specific label on this probably best to hear it from the people that made the record you know i
1: think with you know the reason this is called beauty and chaos i think uh and it's i think just musically yeah. is the elements that michael Rosan and i seem to put you know what, what happens when i pick up a guitar and start pressing pedals and stuff like that there is that element of beauty and there's those bursts of you know noise and distortion and and twistedness uh which i think is basically what life is you know there's very true and and sometimes somebody's beauty is another person's chaos and it it uh it's to me it's another joy of doing this is when we complete a piece of music uh and then sending it Going, i you know it sounds like this would be great you know, for Whitney, or when we did Afterlife, you know, and I, I said, you know, I, I think Tish would do a great job with this, that uh, we send it out. And then when you get that mail, bing, it comes back. And it's it's such a, uh, it's like Christmas morning, seeing what this, really, it's not a song when we send it to them. It's, it's, a, piece, it's a soundscape, a piece of music. And then seeing what the, the singer, the lyrics, the melody, that comes back, what that inspires them to do is, it's like, you know, that's what keeps me interested. And it's, it's a joy of, of doing this. It's such a, a rush, uh, you know, of emotion to see what that brought out of another person. And, uh, as far as I, I, I mean, this just, to me, sounds like beauty and chaos. I mean, most of the songs have that element, uh, you know, of the clean kind of floaty dream pop, and then it'll Mm -hmm. twist within the song there's always some underlying uh noises and 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 grading that just get uh makes that little uneasy tension and i'm really proud of this record i mean this is the third we'll say studio record we've done and i think this is the most cohesive and not just saying because we eliminated male singers. It just <laughs> seems that it just seemed, yeah. It the first record we did, Beauty and Chaos," when uh when Roseanne turned around and told me, you know, you could do your own record, and you jump up and you go, "Yeah!" And it's like, okay, now I said that, now I have to fucking do this record, right? And it was like bits of older songs I had written. There was the cover. And it was like kind of building blocks. And amazingly, that first record, which is a double album, 14 songs, I think, came out amazingly cohesive uh, for the way it was put together. And then the next record, The the Storm Before the Calm, I think got a bit more cohesive. And it was the last song in that record, Stranger, which featured Cat Leone, that I almost didn't put that on that record I thought that was I wanted that record to be a little bit more cohesive and I thought that track took a little bit of a left turn and I was in my head I was like maybe that's the next record and I thought it was too good of a song to hold back so in my head it was like maybe this is the springboard to what became uh, behind the veil. And usually for, for better or worse in Beauty and Chaos, I usually go with my first instinct, the cover, cover pictures, like I'll see something going, that's the cover. And I, I kind of don't want to see another million other ideas. And uh, when I decided to put Stranger on the, the previous record, I knew in my head that that was leading into this behind the veil with all female singers. And I never really strayed from, from that idea
0: do you find that maybe the process changed over the years or you refined it in some way to get, you know,
1: this, this final product? I, I think it was just more that the beauty and chaos became established, at least in my head of what it could be. Whereas that, that first record, you know, I think uh, relied a bit on, you know, and not, not like taking advantage, but it relied yeah. on some bigger names. You know, we had, Al Jorgensen from The Mission, Robin Zander from Cheap Trick, Wayne Hussey from The Mission, uh, Simon Gallup from The Cure. So there was these like names that I think, in a way, certainly got press and things like that and started yeah. being dubbed Goth Supergroup and, and stuff like that, <laughs> that I just knew that I had to shift a bit away from that because my list of who's who's friends was going to dry up and sure. <laughs> that, I, didn't, I didn't want it to overshadow this because as the records as the second record came on we did it and as with this record that you know maybe these artists are lesser known but in no way less any way less talented you know i mean i've, I've learned being in this business long enough that the only difference between someone that has made it big and another artist is a break or, or something like that. So this, this record to me was even more uh, of a joy to make because probably other than Elena, who has a a, a big following in Europe, you'd say that these artists are lesser known. And again, that's not a knock. Uh, It's just, they don't have a radio hit yet and they all should. So that made this record even more, of a joy to make, and and probably musically it's more cohesive, and you know maybe the last song in this record, "Grasp the Stars" in my head, maybe that leads to what comes next. It's a little bit heavier, and after making this record, that was it's a little uh, more atmospheric. Maybe the rec- next record has more chaos than beauty. <laughs> <laughs>
0: completely up for interpretation. I also think that just having these collaborative albums for any casual listener who goes on whatever to Spotify or Apple Music, and they see who's a part of it, it gives them the opportunity to check out that individual person's music. And it's a gateway to discovering so many different artists. You're 100% right when it says, yes, they may be technically smaller artists but it doesn't mean that the talent isn't there it just means that they don't have that radio hit yet and that's why i really love this most
1: i love that description the gateway i'm gonna steal that please do <laughs> please go for it okay, uh, a, a great description of uh you know what i like to see in the end of it and like i said it does uh their fan base is a gateway back and they they certainly dive into it and. In, you know discover some of the artists that have been part of this
2: I think you just invented a genre a gateway rock
0: <laughs> <laughs> just every song is a collaboration if you yeah,
1: like on Spotify when they they try to uh, when you upload something to it and you have to put a description
0: right <laughs> there you go that's what it's all about um I have a couple more questions for you guys I want to know what does the next year look like? Obviously the album is out and the documentary is out, but do you have any lofty goals for either
1: of them? You know, I, I, I think this is such a, uh, it, it's feels to me and looks to me like a film uh, that uh, I'd love to see it in some film festivals. And Absolutely. I, I know Whitney and the Gab people are, are certainly pushing uh, hard to get it noticed by some elements that aren't just in the music genre. Uh, as far as goals, I, I, I'd love, you know, I, I think that the music lends itself, uh, the song so much. Uh, I can see it being in TV and movies. I, I think it just, it, because yeah. of the emotion that each of, of these ladies bring to it in the words that you can certainly paint a, a video or a visual, you know, if you close your eyes and listen to these songs, I think it lends itself to, to a scene and something, you know, I mean, Sincha's open wound heart. I mean, those lyrics to that song are so poetic and it it could be the, the backdrop to so many scenes, you know, am I counting on that? No. and I mean, but that, that would be wonderful. And I think it, uh, you know, in the end of the day, uh, just being us, all of us that have been involved in this record, being happy with the result, I think is what matters in the end.
2: And I also think having people fall in love with beauty and chaos as an idea, because I feel like that that is very hard to come by. Luckily, I've I've been part of a similar thing recently. I, I released some music with Chuck Wright, who's formerly was with Quiet Riot and um, Alice Cooper, and and a few and Greg Allman it's a similar thing with his records they um it's all collaborative he brings on different artists lesser known bigger known but it's the but it's about the process it's about involving people from all walks of life and seeing what kind of magic happens and going jumping back to your previous question um you know being a collaborative album and having all of these different features and being able to dive in so many different directions with each iteration with each record you drop you're always it's going to evolve into its own new thing because you're working with new people who have different influences and when you combine all that together like when michael sent me our song you know i was listening to it and i was like this is so cool it sounds like a cross between Uh, you know, the cure and David Bowie, I couldn't put my finger on it. But I was like, this is like a gorgeous progressive dream rock song. And like, I, you know, I don't get songs in my inbox like that all the time. Like, you know, I, I get a lot of trash too. But it's like this, when you get stuff like this, where it's like wow like i could i actually have a landscape that i can play in and and do w- what i love to do it's just so inspiring and i'm sure even when cynthia mentioned it in the documentary that you know when i got this in my inbox i thought it was meant for me like i couldn't believe how much it felt like it belonged to me the song and michael did that for almost all the girls like even with pinky you know same thing so everybody feels like this sense of connection to the work because michael took the time to to make the song fit the artist and that that's something that i think a lot of producers and can learn in the industry is that just because you have a song it doesn't mean you just send it to anybody there's a you have to kind of design the song around who is the best fit for it, who's the best voice for it who's going to serve the song so I love that. That's another thing that I took away from watching it, even though I'm involved in the doc, you know, watching it, watching it as a viewer, that was like another thing that I loved is that like each artist felt profiled in a way like, Oh my God, this song is perfect for me. Like, I love it. And it just, and like, so they just naturally fell into it and were able to deliver a result that was that everybody was sort of on board with. So yeah, I loved that, that too.
1: That Yeah. I, that, all that element i guess i should have mentioned that and you asked me what i felt about it i purposely didn't watch any of the footage uh i, I you know when it before it was edited i wanted to have that kind of same experience the first uh view of it all together so i didn't know what any of the ladies had really said about anything and that was a you know hearing them say that they felt it it was meant for them is is really touching uh you know i I've been really blessed on this, that it, I've never had to send, I've never sent a song to someone and they send, send something back that I just go, this isn't right. Uh, <laughs> I know, that's, and, that's and I mean that right. you know, totally from the heart, it comes back and it's, it's a re the same sentiment they meant. They say it, it, it comes back from me too. just saying it seems perfect. I think the only song and it was off the first record that I sent to two singers, uh, there's a song that Evie Vine, another female singer, great artist, beautiful voice, and probably one of my favorite "Beauty and Chaos" songs. Uh, I'd sent it to Robert from The Cure, and uh, he had written back saying, "I really like the music. I'm just having trouble writing lyrics for Cure stuff." So he politely said no. Yeah. Uh, and I sent it to Evie, and then getting it back, and I've it was just amazing, and I I. I I go she made the song it does it wouldn't i can't say that song would even be better uh, or be as good even with robert smith singing it maybe it would be a bigger name but she just took that and made it a song and i i mean i think Cynthia said i have a gift i don't think it's a gift I, maybe it's some weird intuition but it just it, it works and uh and I'm, I'm really happy with that and i i hope uh, that can continue as we go on, that the music just in, inspires whoever we work with that to to put their heart and soul. And no one I, from any input in this have ever phoned it in. No one's making money off of this. This is totally a, a labor of love across the board in this. And that that's what I think makes this whole thing special.
2: Yeah, art oh, you, for you art's sake. It.
0: You can feel mm-hmm. it. Um, well, you've already answered some elements of my last question, but I'm going to ask Damn, it anyway. <laughs> it's, it's okay. Um, what is an opening message that you would like to pass off to the first-time listener and viewer? Is there anything that you'd like to say to them before they dig in themselves?
1: You want to go first, Whit?
2: Sure. Um, I think an opening statement to anyone who's new and are just stepping into this experience is that there are worlds unknown within yourself and within other people. And I think that when you when you take away all your preconceived notions about or expectations about a thing, and you just allow yourself to step into an experience, you'd be surprised at what it can teach you and what it can give to you as far as a message or a lyric or a feeling. And I think Beauty and Chaos is that it is pure emotion, pure beauty, pure chaos all sort of erupting at one time and I think it can change I believe it will change someone's understanding and experience of how music impacts their life
1: huh, I like that uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> you
1: know for, for me I, I I say sit and give it a listen this isn't the stuff that we've create together isn't you're not going to get to the chorus in 30 seconds into the song this is a dim the light kind of f- kind of immerse yourself in it type of record uh you know it it builds it uh it creates you know to me great records like uh, and certainly not putting this in the category of like you take disintegration by the cure that is a record to me you listen or at least i did top to bottom yep. you know i had on vinyl first so at least you know <laughs> you had to the side. you know <laughs> yeah, exactly always changed the temperature in the room to me. It always made the room a bit colder. It just, it sets, it sets a mood and it it takes, you know, and that's why uh, we started that record with Afterlife. It just, from the first note of that song, I knew that had to be the opening track. It just set this vibe of the record. So that's what, if I'm sending, asking some a first time listener, listen to the songs through, you know, don't skip. There's a reason there's the running order of this. Uh, I probably toil over that than more than most people, like (laughs) what song should go next? what, What feels like should happen? And click on our website and look at the, pull the lyric tab. Or if you actually bought the physical copy, look at the lyrics, you know, not sending people to a website to go buy something, just there's a, a tag that says about this record and, and there's the lyrics. And I, I think read those, listen to it. If you, you know, devote the time to, to hear this as a piece of, of, of work. Uh, uh, and I, I think it'll it'll do something. You know, it'll, it'll, it'll certainly make you think and feel. And I, I think that's really all as an artist you can ask for from a listener. I agree. I think those are both
0: fantastic answers. And Whitney and Michael, I want to sincerely thank you so much for taking the time and giving these in-depth answers. Uh, please give me the opportunity to plug these for you. For everyone out there that didn't catch it the first time around, the documentary is called Unveiled. The record is called Behind the Veil by Beauty and Chaos. And we will have links in the article so that people can listen and share and follow along and do all that fun stuff. Um, but seriously, thank you both so much. It means a lot.
2: Thank you so much, Austin. It's a pleasure to speak with you again. I mean, we we I've met you, what? It was uh, about a, two years
0: ago in the middle yeah. of the
2: pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a bit surreal time ago. to talk to you again. <laughs> I
0: agree. Still around, still doing things, and you as You're- well.
2: Your platform is amazing. I I I love following you know the artists you you write about and it's just you're you're awesome. Your energy and the way you you highlight and take care of artists is really admirable, especially in the in the music industry we are in right now. So thank you for your contributions as well.
0: That means a lot. I appreciate it.
1: Can y'all still hear me? It just yeah. Oh, you're, you're there. you there. Thank you. And and with with. Miss Ty over there, we are speaking to our Grammy-nominated artist right now. I know, absolutely, <laughs> very well deserved. But Austin, really appreciate appreciate you taking the time. Very intelligent in questions. I think it it shows that you watch and I think you get it. And uh, again, I take nobody's time for granted, and I appreciate that you 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 kind of dug into this and and actually came from the right point. Of, uh what, what this record means and I, I really appreciate that and no, you're extremely I know I'm speaking for uh, the other five ladies that you know aren't on this sir sure. um, no I I
0: sincerely thank you both so much again and I wish you the best and your successes and I really do hope to speak soon. Um, again, just another quick plug. we'll have links in the articles so that people can check all of this stuff out um, and I hope you both have an amazing rest of your day. You too. Thank Thank you, Austin. Awesome. Thank
2: you so much. (laughs) Talk to you
0: later. Bye bye.
2: Bye.